Welcome to Chamber Chats, brought to you by the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce. I'm Amy Kiner. And I'm Stephen Smoke. We are co-hosts of Chamber Chats. New episodes of Chamber Chats go live the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome listeners back to KC Chamber Chats with the Kershaw County Chamber. Super excited to have an Elgin business owner with us today. We have the fabulous Dr. Emily Hopman with Elgin Veterinary Hospital. Welcome, Dr. Emily. Thank you. So, Thank y'all for having me. Yeah, Wait, so glad to have you. Is it Dr. Emily or Dr. Hopman? Oh, I, I actually say just call me Emily. Okay. Oh, there we go. Well, yep. that's even easier. I yeah. just wanted to, I always like to call people by the name they no. want to be called by. <laughs> just call me Emily. I mean, you know, Please. some people, they insist I have to be doctor. Yes. Right. So but, yeah, she's but, not overly formal like that. Yeah, I can but sense I that. But I want to give her kind some props. Kind of the vibe of the clinic yeah. is definitely not a very... Mm. I'm Dr. Hopman. How are you doing today? I wouldn't want you to be too intimidating to the animals that come in. I mean, they they, they could might could sense the tension in that, you know, the formality in that. I will say it's usually the toddlers that start screaming uh, when I come in with the white coat. Oh, not the animals. I have to leave and I usually wear colored coats anyway. So I'll put on a colored coat and then the toddler's fine. But they thought I was there as the pediatrician to start giving them shots. So they're like white coat needles yeah. not happening not good. that's too funny <laughs> well a colored coat seems more your style it definitely anyway. is yes yeah. cool yeah. <laughs> so elgin veterinary hospital how long have you been in business and where are you located we are located on Pine Street, right next to Blaney Winks. Oh, yeah. Um, there's an empty lot on the other side of us. Um, empty for now. Empty for now. Yes. Um, who knows what tomorrow well, may bring. The way Elgin's growing. And, yes. Yeah. Um, and I bought the clinic on April 11th, 2011. I'd been there for about a year or so before that as managing veterinarian, but uh, decided to buy, and that was just happened to be April 11th, 2011. Oh, so. wow. Yeah. 11-11. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, over 12 Easy years to remember. now. Yes. Had the clinic been there for a number of years before that? Or? Um, it was built in 2007, uh, but they did not. They used it as one of their satellite clinics, so they didn't have a dedicated doctor ah. there. Uh, well, okay. and that shows a lot of times, you know, yeah. um, yes. it, you know, the dedication to that actual location and the right. patients mm-hmm. of that actual location. So, yes. Well, yeah. cool. And so I'm sure there's been a huge difference since you've been running the show and are, are more, you know, personally involved in everything. Yeah, we like so. to say where you'll always feel at home. That's kind of our live and die by mantra you know we treat our pets and clients that come to the door they're part of the family like it or not then you know we look at their pets as ours and them as friends of ours um develop very close relationships there and then just the way my my team comes together is very much um, we're a family, you know, we do things as, as a family. It's not the doctor and the lowly employees, which right. was what I had experienced a lot of when I was coming up, um, you know, in the veterinary field, not as a veterinarian. So something I definitely wanted to change in my culture um, so that 
everything gets voted on with everybody. Wow. Obviously, I have veto power for crazy <laughs> ideas, yeah, yeah, but sure. um, it's been great, and it's allowed us to, to kind of do things very differently, have a very different feel. Mm-hmm. Neat. Well, are you a full-service practice i don't even know what yeah, that what really that means, means. <laughs> but i mean i mean i've had an elephant could provide. i bring the elephant by to get his toenails checked so out you or could, something? except for our zoning <laughs> regulations don't allow trailers uh, and i don't think your elephant's gonna fit in any car um <laughs> we specialize mostly on small animals and exotic animals i did additional um training and exotic animal define medicine. exotic i know tell us some. exotic can be anything from let's see friday i had a monkey that i was working on um today Speaking i had of zoning <laughs> yeah <laughs> south carolina yeah. and and exotic animals yeah doesn't doesn't actually go together in a sentence yeah. so <laughs> it, monkey what kind of monkey i know on friday it was a squirrel monkey okay. oh so little um yeah. so yeah we don't see old world monkeys uh insurance reasons for oh. that obviously okay. no apes and chimps okay. <laughs> uh, gorillas up in yeah. the office but yeah. any new world monkey okay. and then you know the more common things you think about as far as more the pocket pets we call them yeah, your sure. gerbils and hamsters and birds and snakes and lizards and that sort of stuff People have lizards as pets? Yes. Of course. Uh, I actually held, oh, I'm going to get it wrong, a flying flying dragon? Uh, It's a type of lizard. Oh, I would get it wrong. Flying dragon. It doesn't fly. Do they have personalities? But it like puffs up and it. Pretty much any lizard that you get is going to do the puffy, puffy dark, like. Yeah. yeah, I'm big and bad. Get away okay. from me! You did um, that well. I have it done to me very often. Very intimidating. <laughs> very intimidating. Okay, I don't know so that I can ask any more questions <laughs> now. Scary. She might puff up and oh, carry you away yeah, since I'm a flying flying lizard. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna fix that in my my social media posts. <laughs> Stephen is dying laughing right now, oh my and goodness. I will show you the thing whatever it is that i held it was pretty cool anyway so listeners what you need to know is that emily handles unique animals exotic yes 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 something that isn't a dog or a cat although you do that yeah we love our dogs and cats love them love them love them but when you need to go somewhere that actually has decades of experience and additional education which you need to be asking your veterinarian um, before you see if they will you know see fluffy the bunny Mm -hmm. um you know is this something that they're comfortable with is this something that they've done before because so much of it is just vastly different species to species to species and for me that keeps me very intellectually stimulated and it's such an evolving world that I love it It, it, it's something that just makes it for me but 
is a huge challenge if you're not sure. doing it like I uh, am. My yeah. daughter has a, came home with a bunny a few months ago. Will you take her bunny and keep it? <laughs> do, do you do adoption? Do you do uh, bunny adoptions? I do boarding if you need to look into a long-term Permanent. boarding while you find it a home. Or we recommend uh, people if they are trying to rehome exotic animals because a lot of people don't know what they're getting into. So yeah. we do two things for that. We offer pre-purchase exams where we meet with people and will actually recommend what will best fit with your lifestyle, ah. what you need to be prepared for, costs involved. Obviously, with monkeys, I tell people, do you want to have a two-year-old for the next 50 years? <sighs> like diapers, mm. child-proofing the home, the whole nine yards. Wow. But we also have a very active social media life, and so we allow people to post, you know, that they're looking for or they're looking to rehome um or you know adopt and so we can help make those connections okay i'll be in touch (laughs) (laughs) we're not going to tell your daughter that right the bunny went to elgin veterinary hospital and never (laughs) came back what What happened happened? (laughs) she's she's being boarded boarded. Uh, indefinitely yeah well well speaking of not telling she didn't tell us she was coming home with a bunny and we didn't know it for a couple of weeks. And <laughs> she kept nothing about parenting skills there. Oh yeah, for oh. for a couple of weeks before we knew about it. Oh, oh wow. yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's lucky we're not adopting oh. her out. Oh my goodness. At this point, you could do a goodness. two for one special. Yeah. Bunny there you child. Sixteen year old. There you go. Sixteen year old child. You want bunny. total chaos in your house? <laughs> Adopt a teenage <laughs> daughter <laughs> and, and a rabbit. She'll bring the rabbit with her. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Mm. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, tell us a little bit more about, you know, your business in the Elgin community. Because I, every time we talk, you you have something that's going on in Elgin with your your business. So, so tell us a little bit more about that feeling, philosophy, and, and what you've got going on. So, I love the fact that we can make our clinic the culture that we want where we can all be family but for me a community like elgin should also feel that way and and the the other surrounding areas um so we try to come together and and throw events like human blood drives because when i said blood drive i got about 50 calls like a dog blood drive like (laughs) no this is for the the human shortage of blood um we uh, are a drop-off point and a very close worker with Galatians um, 6-2, which is also on White Pond, and they do a lot of work with the homeless and the hungry of our area, and so we work with them um, tremendously. Also, um, we're huge into education, so I've been writing for over a decade for a uh, magazine called Southern Paws and Tales, where it focuses on client education and also keeping animals out of the shelters. So, Ooh. you know, Kershaw County is always telling us how overwhelmed they are. We do what we can to help, but through client education to keep them out of shelters or f- by being able to feature these animals in this magazine. Uh, it allows people to see them fall in love and and go down and bring home a, a new a new family member, mm-hmm. and so 
I try to write the educational articles. I started with that. Now I do the vet's view. Uh, and so we cover a variety of topics. And our latest venture is with the Little Free Library Association. And we are... Yeah, those are awesome. Very mm-hmm. excited. So I guess you've heard of them, Steve. They're, they're a very large organization. They're over in 120 countries. And anyone, even any of our listeners, can absolutely sponsor one of these. It's a very easy process. Um, you just uh, have to, you can buy a little free library. We wanted our whole team to be involved, so we're building ours. <laughs> and uh, we'll be collecting all sorts of books just to spread that love of education that we have with our community uh, and, you know, try to bring somebody a little extra you know adventure in their normal life where they can just read a book and get whisked away well that's so cool i mean that's what being you know part a small business in a in a smaller community is all about is giving back in other ways and get involved in other ways and i'm sure that doesn't get i'm not saying it's why you do it because it sounds like you're you know truly looking out for the community but that doesn't go unnoticed, I think, yeah. for, for people. I think people see that and they go, okay, this is somebody who's not just trying to make a buck. I mean, they yeah. need they need to yeah. make a living. They have right. you know bills to pay and mouths to feed and employees to pay and all this kind of stuff. But it's more than that. Mm-hmm. And, and I, think, I think people notice that. Yeah, absolutely. There's another way that we get people involved, and we have this – this is ongoing. So um, we like – them to be able to see a little bit of themselves in the clinic and so we have ceiling tiles and we have anyone who would like to come in and they'll get a ceiling tile and they can paint it they can do whatever they want abstract something to do with animals whatever they want and so when you come into the clinic, and it's funny because a lot of people go, oh, my gosh, I must not look up very often because <laughs> well, I didn't notice this. But um, we're trying to con- like cover the entire ceiling. Right now, a good bit of the, lobby, the lobby is done. Yeah. Well, we want to bring it back into the exam room. How big are the tiles? Um, the tiles are oh, a good big. size. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're large. Um, we have kind of a list of suggestions for people so it doesn't take as much paint but we'll have a mom and daughter combo do one actually sometimes the kids are better than the parents when they they take them home and we've got some really talented um artists around we do and then you know we've got the ones where you can tell somebody had a fabulous time doing it we're not really sure which creature it might be but <laughs> it's sh- abstract yes yes very abstract yeah. but we love them all and and for us it, again it just reminds us when we're doing what we're doing that we're a part of a bigger organization that we're a part of a bigger community and i think there's a saying about you know local businesses are what can build a stronger community and so we want to be reminded of that when we're at work Mm -hmm. and we want to try to live that uh, throughout our within the clinic time and outside of the clinic time yeah that is so awesome I love that I actually I'm trying to think it was a long time ago, back in the days when I was young and in Florida, mm. and um, I think there was a doctor's ago. there was a doctor's office like that. They had their tiles painted, so when you're laying on the exam table, you know, getting your stomach 
scrunched or checked or whatever, you know, you'd look up at these pretty pictures. So I, I love that. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt quite as much. <clears throat> well, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I survived, yeah. so it was all good. But, um, but I think that's lovely. And that kind of, it started that way. Yeah. Um, we just, instead of looking up at fluorescent lights, we yeah. put in, you know, light colors that have like palmy beach scenes oh, and stuff cool. but then i was like what about if we did the whole ceiling like yeah. this this Just is more yeah. fun, fun and bright and I less institutional looking right. and, and you can right. have the carolina clemson thing like you uh. go stand over by the gamecock you go stand <laughs> over by the clemson paul we're, we're a lobby divided today not by dogs and cats but by our allegiances to our colleges oh my goodness that's so, hilarious i mean it's like a knitting circle in the waiting room <laughs> if, if if we let it we're like okay your appointment was two hours ago you, you can go <laughs> now it's okay <laughs> oh, they're still I out there drawing that. you know and the, right. chatting the everybody up everybody knows each other so it's it's great to be a part of that coming from having practiced in you know larger areas before yeah well, and, and to kind of go back to the services you provide, we kind of got off on the exotic animal part, which is super cool. But do you do surgeries? We uh, do medicine and okay. surgery for okay. small and exotics. We also offer boarding, okay. um, which is good for Elgin. Elgin doesn't have uh, at least a veterinary-based um, boarding, boarding facility. facility. Okay. And... For me, personally, if I was not a veterinarian, I wouldn't want to board anywhere but a place that had trained staff and a veterinarian. So if something were to go wrong or, you know, they just get stressed, GI upset or something, we're right Mm -hmm. on top of it and able to take care of it. Um, We also do spa days if you want to pamper your pooch Uh um, and that um, trims up their nails, does their ears, they get a nice bubble bath. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my dog hates that. (laughs) See, yeah. but so some do. My some love it. Loves it. Really? Some, some yeah. love it. Some mm-hmm. hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's probably equal parts as to why owners use us. Like here, you, <laughs> you take care yeah. of it, yeah. or that's, true. that's very true. Or we just want you looking good for Thanksgiving, yeah. so yeah. we want you to smell good. So when yeah. not everyone comes in, yeah. they yeah. they admire your fresh hairdo. <laughs> I love that. Well, um, and how many animals can you board? Oh, I can't even. It would depend because we are set up very uniquely. Um, Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Um, I make sure we have a ward for exotic animals, a ward for cats, and a ward for dogs that are all on different air circulators so that nobody Mm. is stressed out by each other. We also have that as our exam rooms, as we have species-specific exam rooms so that... You don't have a bird coming in after a cat that's smelling that cat and uh, is extra freaked out, freaked out going yeah. like, oh, yeah. what, what's going on here? Or the dog who smells the cat yes. and is like, I'm all amped it. up now. Yeah. yeah. So we try to separate things like that. Another thing that we offer that is um, very unique to our clinic is um, the fact that we do clinical trials. Oh. So when I was taking a look back at my veterinary oath, um, which I try to live by very seriously, uh, it's even in our, our emails always do no harm. And, you know, that that's the basic oath we took. But there's a part of it that I felt like I wasn't um, hitting on, and that was really 
the promotion of public health and advancement of medical knowledge. Mm. And so I got involved in clinical trials with drug companies. And this is way after the safety studies have been done, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. But it does two things. It allows us to help advance clinical medicine. We just had a new drug approved where all of us, we hear parvo in a puppy and we think, that puppies yeah so we participated in a trial we now have an injection if your puppy gets parvo that's it we we can cure it um so that is pretty fantastic yeah um and it also allows us to give people the um power to do more for their pets through these clinical trials you know they're screened with full blood work coming in and out they often come with in-clinic credit. So, you know, that dog that I see and I really want to do blood work and they just don't have it in the budget right then, if there's a clinical trial that they fit the criteria for, then we're going to get the blood work that we needed for the dental. Anyway. And then we're going to get the client credit. And, you know, we're just able to do a lot more good both within our community and throughout medical education. So That's super cool. Yeah. So interesting. Really, really is. We're going to have to talk more about that, I think. But unfortunately, Patty's the Debbie Pat, Downer. Yeah, and she's, she's fun giving squasher. us the sign. She really is. <laughs> Sorry, <fun> Patty. <laughs> but I, I uh, always love talking to you, Emily. It, you have such a great perspective and doing great things in the Elgin community. Is there anything, um, you know, quickly that you want to share with the listeners that we haven't already talked about or that you want them to know about you, your staff, and your practice? That we thank all of you. Um, you know, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't still be going strong if it wasn't for being in such a great community. And we love and appreciate y'all. Well, it awesome. sounds like you're you're a, a, a big part of making it a great community. Amen. Yeah, so. absolutely. Every little bit helps. Yeah. But yeah, thank That's you. So lovely. Well, yeah. we've loved having you here. Uh, to talk about your your business and all that you're doing. Thank you so much. We Thank appreciate you. you taking the time. Of course. And, and listeners, check it out in Elgin, Elgin Veterinary Hospital. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Emily. Very nice to meet you, Steve. Thank you for listening to this episode of Chamber Chats. This podcast is a production of the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce in partnership with radio stations Cool 102.7 and Carolina Country Classics 98.7 and is produced by Patty Rose. Episodes are released the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Remember to tell others about us and give us some feedback by rating us on your podcast app or by sending an email to director at kershawcountychamber.org. We'd love your feedback. And until next time, shop Shop Kershaw Kershaw County. County.